This is To Dare is Human with your host, Adam Connor. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the show. It is Tuesday, June the 6th, 2017, and I hope you're all doing well on this Tuesday. Hope you got the week kicked off well yesterday, and hope you're looking forward to the rest of the week ahead. It's been a little while since I have recorded one of these for you guys, about a week, and that's for a number of reasons. was really busy with work, a little bit of travel here and there, but I figure it's time to get back on the trail, and that's a little bit related to the topic of discussion for today. I wanted to talk a little bit about what happens when we get off our own personal trail. As you may remember, last weekend I spent Memorial Day with some college friends in Yosemite National Park, and it was absolutely gorgeous. The cabin we were in was very, very well maintained. The park itself, obviously beautiful. The snowpack was really, really, really aggressive, which meant that there was great water runoff, which was really great for rafting, which we did on Sunday, and the vegetation was really rich, and it was very hard to tell that some parts of California were experiencing vast, vast droughts leading up to this because it was very, very pretty, very green. And perhaps it's because of that that my friends and I got a little bit off track when we went to go on our hike on Saturday. We had planned to hike to two of the destinations in the park, one being Taft Point and the other being Sentinel Dome, two pretty popular areas with what should be pretty well-marked-out trails. But as luck would have it, combined with the weather, like I said, that snowpack really running off and sort of disguising the bounds of the trail, as well as perhaps some overgrown areas, we lost track of where we were going. After about five minutes, we forded the first creek over a log, and we were off into absolutely nowhere, at least as far as we were concerned. And we were off the trail for about an hour, and it only took us about 30 seconds to do so. We ended up crossing creeks and rivers like seven or eight times, and we were only supposed to do so once on the whole trail. So that just gives you an idea of how lost we thought we were. Turns out we were only ever roughly a mile off track, but it was a lot of bushwhacking through the hills. And like I said, with no reception, it was down to us and our compasses and our maps to get back the right way. And basically that just meant walk west until you get to a cliff because that's exactly what it was. The experience was overall pretty great. And I'm saying that now in retrospect because we found our way back where we were going. But at the time, I have to say it was a little bit Nerve-wracking, I wasn't super nervous or anything, but I don't know, we were walking where people normally don't, unless they get super lost like we did. I didn't know what we would happen upon. I assumed that we weren't going to like run into a bear or anything, but I didn't know what was ahead. Which, after some reflection, sort of reminds me of a lot of the stories I hear on this show, as well as tell you on this show, about folks who are making their own personal dares. It's sort of like weaving a trail through a forest. Lots of noise, lots of things going on around you at all times, and really no clear direction forward in a lot of ways. And it's very easy to get lost off your own personal trail. And that one trial or tribulation that you thought you had to ford the one time, you might have to do six or seven times only to get lost even further into the metaphorical forest, as it were, before you find your way. The reason I wanted to make this story of getting lost a small anecdote to put on the podcast is for two reasons, and they both happened after we initially got lost. 
The first time we got lost was, like I said, took us about an hour off the trail. It was supposed to be a 2.2 mile walk or something, and it ended up being closer to four and a half or five. And we were going very, very slowly, one, because we didn't know where we were going, and two, because it wasn't a trail, so we were bushwhacking. But before we got back to the trail, we got to that cliff. As I said, we walked westward until we got to this massive, massive rock wall, which looked down thousands and thousands of feet. It's actually pretty vertigo-inducing if you've ever felt that. It's what it felt like. But we got to this point that was... Not Taft Point, which is where we were trying to go, but this rock formation that was not part of any trail or was not any vantage point, at least advertised in the maps or the guides that we saw. And nevertheless, even though it was a slightly different view of the park, it was just as beautiful and it was just as rewarding to get there, even though we got vastly off trail and took way more time and way more effort than we needed to. And, as luck would have it, we were able to see the ultimate destination in front of us after about an hour of getting through the brush. So it was pretty easy to get back on track after that. But I thought it was an interesting parallel to draw. Oftentimes, we see risks as insurmountable, and we are often stuck in the weeds and unable to find a clear way out or even map one out. So we decide to just persist in one direction until we hit a wall or hit a cliff. Either something works or it doesn't. And maybe after that, we have a learning experience, we see some clarity, and we can see the destination ahead and then find the trail to get there. It doesn't have to be perfect the first time, and the memories you make along the way are valuable. And you might just find something really, really valuable along the way in the form of an alternate perspective. So that was a special part of the hike for me. But I said there were two reasons why I wanted to bring this anecdote on. And it's because after we got to Taft Point, we got back on the trail and sort of backtracked where we had come from. Obviously not through the brush that we had just trudged through, but we tried to get back on the trail that was supposedly there and navigated towards the other landmark, Sentinel Dome. Again, very well-known, a very well-marked on one side of the hill, not so much on the other. Which means that, well, you guessed it, after about five minutes of walking in the other direction, we got super lost again. Six of us couldn't manage to keep on a trail, and this time, to be fair, it was about 2.4, 2.5 miles, so a little bit longer, but, I mean, it was it was two minutes. It, it might have been two and a half minutes. And then we passed a sign and then got completely off the track. We thought we were going the right way. And we said, no, we should actually go this other way down the hill, which is covered in snow and totally unmarked. And then later on, I think we figured out that the way we had originally been going was the right way. But regardless, we got caught in the brush again. And we forded like six more creeks. And then we finally found the trail about an hour after again. But we took another, it was another extra two, two and a half miles to get back on the track, and we were trudging through, albeit clearer land, but we still had no idea where we were going. We were pointed towards the dome, it's very obvious, but there was no clear way to get there. And I guess the way that parallels in with dares is that even though we can have these moments of learning and breakthrough and progression to a next step, it should always be something intermediate, and that should come with the realization and recognizing that you will always make mistakes and there will always be learning opportunities after the fact. Think about it. I just spent an hour, roughly, bushwhacking through Yosemite National Forest with no cell service through probably was harmless vegetation, but I was totally uncertain about that. And I got out on the other side and I said, "Shoo!" I wiped the sweat off my brow. I said, all right, I'm not going to do that again. 
And then I did the exact same thing. I mean, it was almost comically similar to the first time. And it happened five minutes later. It was as if I'd learned nothing at all. And I think that that is an important, albeit humorous, anecdote to realize when maybe you feel that you are making a mistake that you may consider stupid or that you hadn't foreseen. Even if there's a trail in front of you, remember that it is easy to get lost and that you shouldn't kick yourself over it and that you'll often learn something along the way. Now, it's not the perfect parallel because after the second time we got lost on the trail and found it again, what I learned was that uh, don't pay attention to my friends. No, that wasn't what it was. They had the compass and the map. They knew what we were doing. But it was very much pay more attention as much as I could. And that, that comes with limits. But regardless, I was learning. It was a learning process. We're always on a learning process. And so whether you're on a dirt path to the top of a dome or a long and arduous journey to the top of your class, to the top of your craft, to the top of your job ladder, to the top of some personal goal that you are setting for yourself, either financially related or fitness related or health related or relationship related, just bear in mind that if the trail were well marked and well trodden, it wouldn't truly be a full use of your abilities, your time, or your worth. And I guarantee you that along the way you will make mistakes, but that you will ultimately find alternate perspectives that will be sometimes just as valuable as the final destination itself, and you will use those learnings going forward to be persistent and to be resilient. Because you've been there before, you've made the mistake, you will do it again, and to know that you will is one of the most important things of all. So I thought to just leave you with that for this morning. Like I said, hope you trudge through this week. Hope you don't have to do so much bushwhacking, but sometimes that's just the way it goes. Maybe you do. And if it requires you to take a risk or make a dare, I'd love to hear about it. Or if you have any other great stories about somebody who is diving into a new or uncertain venture and using passion, plan, and persistence to make it through and make a success, personal or professional, let me know. Write me at 2 human across Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send me an email, hello at 2 Introduce me to these stories. I have so many that I am backlogging and getting ready to release. I've had so many people that I'm talking to, and I want you to be included. And by the way, if you like what you're hearing on the show, be sure to follow those social media profiles. Subscribe to the show right here on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And if you feel so inclined, leave us a review, again, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It's not necessary, but it is really, truthfully, encouraging to see. And with that, get out there, keep daring, and let me get a hua two times Tuesday. Remember that? Some sort of pizza commercial. Anyway, I will see you next time, and peace! Like what you hear? Stay up to date with Tadare is Human by subscribing and following across social media. And until next time, keep daring.